This is part one of our three-part series, The Language of MS, produced in partnership with Emmeline. Emmeline is a free MS companion app to help manage life with MS. On Emmeline, you can log your symptoms and medication and download reports to show your doctors. You can also get advice about symptoms and connect with other people living with MS. It's available to download for free on the App Store and on Google Play. Hi, everyone. I'm Dawn. I was diagnosed with MS in 2000. And I'm Dana. I was diagnosed in 2004. And we are the Myelin and Melanin podcast. We've partnered with Emelin to produce a three-part series we call The Language of MS. In the series, we'll discuss the role that language plays in shaping the often complicated interactions that people with MS have with friends, family, and even total strangers. We start off by addressing, quote, but you don't look sick, end quote, comment that MSers often deal with. Later in the series, we discuss spiritual bypass and toxic positivity. We also touch on some of the stories shared with us by Emmeline users. Welcome to season four of the Myelin and Melanin podcast. I'm Dawn. And I'm Dana. We are two Black women sharing our musings on life, MS, and everything in between. You can find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. Also, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube. We would like to thank everybody who responded to the Emmeline email um, call out, which asked, tell us what makes you mad when people talk about MS? And there's so many things that come to my mind that irritate me when people find out that I have MS or they see me struggling and they just want to fill the space to say something. Yeah, for sure. I think people feel as if they're being supportive in their words mm-hmm. or with their words, but it is, I don't know, it's uncomfortable for it is. people who have MS because we're, we're not in that state of mind. <laughs> exactly. And it can yeah. be insulting depending mm-hmm. on what people say. Um, sometimes it's better just not to say, uh-huh, not to say anything at all. Yes. That, think, that's a, a good yeah. saying. Right, exactly. Right. If And I don't want to say if you don't have anything nice to say, because the reality is that people really think that what they're saying is complimentary. I think a theme that we saw among a lot of the responses that people sent was this idea of, but you don't look sick, but Mm -hmm. you look so good. Right. And yeah, yeah, that is insulting on so many levels one you know it kind of forces us to justify our illness but Mm -hmm. you look so good like you couldn't possibly be in pain you couldn't possibly have MS and then you almost feel as though you're on the defensive because you know you kind of feel like people don't believe you but Mm -hmm. you look so good and on the other hand it can make you, you know, it really reveals people's ableism. So if they see you and you're using a mobility aid, oh, but you look too good to be using a cane or a wheelchair. Well, what does that mean? 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What am I supposed to look like? Right. Almost as if their praise or their um, pat on the back, for lack of a better word, is right. is validation for where the way that I'm showing up. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, yeah. And it, exactly. it doesn't have to be that way. If you care about me and you, you know, you're my friend or you're my loved one or whatever it is, sometimes yeah. just like we said, just not saying anything is okay. Or just saying, Hey, you know, how's the day going? And right. Just let me talk. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hold the space for me. Don't feel like you have to kind of litter the space. Yeah. Um, it's kind of mindless you know, kind of lazy comments. Mm-hmm. Therese from Ireland had um, written something that I totally relate to. She wrote, I often get told I don't look sick or when I try to talk about my symptoms, a non-MS person will say, oh, that happens to me too. Yeah. That is so irritating. When somebody yeah. doesn't get it, oh yeah, well I get tired too. You know, if you're feeling particularly fatigued or something, it's like no, you mm-hmm. don't get it. Right. It's saying to it's saying to the MS person or you know the person who wrote this, I don't feel what I'm feeling. You're you're telling me that basically you you heard me, but you just kind of negated what I said because what right. I'm saying is I'm tired. And then you're trying to compare my tire to your tired or someone else's yes. tired. And exactly. so you just took away what I'm saying. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You told you didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else wrote, I dislike when people say you're such an inspiration. The oh. reality is it's that people with MS just do the best they can under trying circumstances. So yes. true. So, so true. That is, again, something that is super insulting. You're such an inspiration. For what? Like, mm-hmm. just like living my life? Right, yeah. Inspiration? And, and I think, and I hope I'm not like thrown against uh, the wall for this comment, but I grapple with MS warrior, that terminology, and, or that phrase, I should say, because it feeds into a narrative to a lot of ableists that, I'm supposed to be strong all the time. I'm supposed to be a warrior. You know, do you understand what I'm saying? So it's not like I don't want, I don't want that moniker. And that's fine if you want to call me that. Cause yeah, most days I do feel like I'm a badass, but don't like expect me to just always be brave, always be this, oh, you're an MS warrior, you know? Yes, I, I completely agree with you. And it really wasn't until recently that I really stopped to think about that that is so true it's like you know MS warrior whatever like you're in a and the the reality is is that we are like it's a constant battle with MS that's just the reality until there is a cure we'll all be quote-unquote fighting this disease but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's like to your point like you don't always want to feel like you're in a battle you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So that MS warrior yes. um, label kind of makes it seem like it's always, I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's the bottom I, line. If I can add a personal, quick personal story. So mm-hmm. right now, you know, we're going through this global pandemic and we have been for quite some time. Everybody's going through it. 
and we are getting the push to be vaccinated. And mm -hmm. so you and I have spoken about this countless times. And I think most people close to me understand how I view, you know, health and wellness basically. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, so I don't want anybody to think that. Um, I, I respect science and doctors and medicine and all of that. I think people should follow whatever it is their doctor tells you or tells them. But for me, it's been a very difficult uh, decision to make to go ahead and, and to, to get vaccinated. You know, I was on the list for a while. And so now I'm, it's my turn. Mm. And I, I remember recently I got into a really deep discussion with two of my close friends, one of which led me to tears. And I didn't, and reading these comments from this MLN, uh, the MLN users, their, their, the app, it brought back a lot of memories because from the conversations that I've had, because they're saying, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And I finally just had to say, you don't understand the magnitude of me accepting the fact that number one, we're in this global pandemic. Number two, mm -hmm. I need to protect myself with yet another medication yeah, so that my MS won't go haywire and I won't be sick. But what I said was, you don't understand the, the medical trauma that I've been through for 21 years. So for for you, it's no big deal. But for me, it, yeah, it's just a shot. It's just a vaccine. I'll be fine. Like logically, I know that. Yeah. But there are some things that I'm working through mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I realize it, it's a me issue. It's nobody else's issue, right. but it's me. And I just want people, the close people to understand, like you're saying it's no big deal, but I'm having flashbacks and maybe it is, yeah. maybe I'm being dramatic. But, and I was told that I was being dramatic. Maybe I am, but I just want you to understand. Just hear me, please. Let me say it so that I yeah. at least get it off my chest and I feel better. That is, that is so true because the reality is that I'm going to assume that your friend was telling you this to try to ease your mind. Yes. They know that you're, you know, feeling anxious and uncomfortable about this. Shot. Oh, it's no big deal. Don't worry about it. And of course, those are nice, comforting things to hear. Oh, well, it's not a big deal, whatever. But as you said, it is a big deal. When you are still dealing with medical PTSD, that's a big deal. It's a big thing. Sometimes, again, like people should learn how to just hold the space and not have to fill it with junk. Right. Especially after I've seen two doctors this week. I saw my neurologist, and then I saw the cardiologist. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm on overload with doctors this week, or, yeah. you know, being poked and giving blood and whatever, you know, like, just understand that people, because yes. yeah, although it is not a big deal, it is for protection. I believe in this wholeheartedly. It is for me, it's a big deal. Right. So and yeah. respect, right. It is kind of disrespectful when you, when people kind of try to negate, like you had said before, like mm -hmm. negate your feelings. Yeah. Like I'm scared for what, you know, whatever you are, I'm anxious. I'm worried. This is a thing for me. And, you know, respect right. that. And it's, you know, while your friend was attempting to be comforting and letting you know, oh, it's not, you know, don't worry about it. It's not a big thing. Um, I don't think that they realize that that's, 
kind of causing more harm. And, and a lot of times I think people don't realize that things that they say that they're meaning to be positive and words of encouragement and comforting can do more harm than they do good. Yeah, irreparable Absolutely. harm sometimes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. because it, it makes we we speak about this quite often too. Vulnerability it makes you kind of withdraw again from the world mm-hmm. and not want to be vulnerable and not share really how you're feeling. And so we exactly. always, as MS patients, I think we always give that blanket answer: "How are you feeling? Oh, I'm okay. I'm alright." But really, yeah. we're not. You know, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Complicated, I think. The bottom line is that people need to, and of course, and we're speaking to, you know, the Emelyn community and the MS community with this, but I think for the larger community, uh, for people who aren't dealing with MS, they need to be more mindful of their language. Mm-hmm. And again, they need to learn to just hold the space instead of needing to fill it with. Right meaningless words yeah because we don't need that we just need support exactly that's just the bottom line Mm -hmm. yeah there's so many more here um let's see when they say you are are lazy or faking it they have no clue the daily hell the way we cannot plan a darn thing as within five minutes life can change that is oh, yeah. so true. It is. Yeah. It's so true. Again, you know, kind of like what we were talking about when we first started, it puts us on the defense when people kind of take that approach. Like you don't look sick or even insinuating that maybe you're being overdramatic or right. it's really not as bad as you're making it seem or flat out think that you're faking your mm-hmm. symptoms oh yeah yeah what's wrong with you now right exactly mm-hmm. taking yeah. that approach and again it just automatically puts you on the defense like mm-hmm. that is so frustrating yeah and and as if faking it is something that we enjoy doing and exactly. we enjoy making plans and then canceling that exactly. you know or being labeled a flake I, yes. you know I'm sure I've been labeled a flake I don't know if you have before but I've plan things. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I can't do it. And it's happened Mm -hmm. on numerous occasions. Yeah. 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 That's just the reality of living life with an unpredictable disease like MS. I might look good, but I feel like crap. Right. Yeah. And just because I feel like crap doesn't mean that I have to look like that. (laughs) I have a right. Yes. I have exactly. a right to be in this body and, and look attractive. I have exactly. a right. Exactly. Right. Everything else in my life is going haywire. At least let me look cute and have my lipstick on and try to look presentable. Uh, without because, and again, you know, I mentioned this before. When somebody knows that you have a mask, but you look so good, you know, really again, insinuating that I should look like garbage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it takes so much energy to have to even, it does, you know, like even respond to that. Okay. Thanks. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. sometimes all you can do because who has the time and energy, uh, <laughs> you know, to address these ignorant comments. 
Right. But yeah, but it's exhausting. I have one last one, unless you wanted to uh-uh, say. Go ahead. Okay. This is the, the, the one that gets me every time. People say MS doesn't kill you like cancer, so don't worry. Oh, you know, it yeah. could always be worse. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that gets into the whole idea of toxic positivity, which we will mm-hmm. be talking about um, upcoming in this series. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not going to kill you. But that doesn't mean that I'm not feeling like death right now. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm feeling awful. Like I want to just say, come out of my body. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So for somebody to say, well, it won't kill you. It could always be worse. No, no. Yeah. So bottom line is, thank you, but no thanks. And just smile with me exactly. and sit with me. <laughs> and listen. Right, right, exactly. That's all you have to do. I wish people would understand that it's really so simple. Just listen to me. Just hold the space for me. Yeah. Be sure to tune in for our conversation about spiritual bypass, which starts streaming next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. You can find us on the web at myelinandmelanin.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at myelinmelanin. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.